Welcome to the Improvising Life Podcast, where we explore how life can be more livable. This is Lori Crawford, your host, who is currently sitting at a pretty dilapidated park bench and who was sort of planning out my thoughts for this episode while a car was just parked next to me with, like, the engine on because, you know, it's hot today. But the sound of the car, I was like, is that going to be, like, too much background noise to record? But also, it's way too hot for me to sit in my car. Uh, and right as I was finally just going to, like, give in and record it, they left. So, yay! Yay for honoring patience. And that uh, people can leave at times when it is actually worth, uh, you know, your while. So, yay to that. This episode is going to be a little saucy, a little spicy, a little uh, petty miss primey, which is my alter ego, my inner my inner beingness, right, is, is petty miss prime. And it's really coming from thoughts that I've had the past few weeks and also conversations that I've had with some clients lately. And so I am just excited to share it out and have it no longer just living like rent free in my brain. So the title of today's episode is Leave Your Inner Child the Fuck Alone. Pause for dramatic effect, right? And so the the big recap, the bottom line up front, so to speak, in case you're like, do I want to listen to this one right now, is the idea that putting the pressure on our inner child to heal us just reinforces the issues that made us feel and play small since childhood. Right? And so if you've ever literally been on social media, like anywhere, by now you've heard of the idea of inner child work. And I just want to pause first because it... In my experience and in some of my clients' experience, it can be really difficult um, to be hearing that so prevalently and also be like, how the fuck do I connect with my inner child? Feeling like just so much damage has been done, um, so much harm has happened in your life that it, it just feels totally unsafe and inaccessible to be with your inner child or to, to even um, like know where to start, right? And so that can often feel like these like huge question marks coming up of like, how would I even do that, right? So I want to first just offer a moment to normalize that it can be really hard to feel this connection to your inner child because it can so often be like co-opted in this idea of, well, how do I do it right? You know, like, what's the correct way to do it? Do you have like a five-step printout that I can put on my refrigerator and like check it off as I go? Um, and, and in that moment, when those questions come up of like, what's the right way to do it? How do I do it? You know, um, taking a pause and asking yourself, is this coming from a place of, of wanting to, to acknowledge that, um, you know, some trauma might come up and you might need additional support, which is very different um, of a situation than what I want to complain about, right? That's actually really great wisdom and really trust that if you're thinking, you know what, I need more space being held because there are practitioners like myself who hold space specifically for that right um because you know i like to say we all got unhelpful help growing up uh you know the things that people did because they thought it was going to be helpful for us but it really kind of like fucked us up and it wasn't what we actually needed and so what if we could also get helpful help in undoing all the bullshit right as the train goes by and toot toots um (laughs) and i just want to acknowledge for any of my sensitive audio folks out there like auditory processing people like myself uh while this is a beautiful place for me to be sitting it is very loud and i acknowledge that but this is the best option that i have accessible and if i were to hit stop and try to record i want to be able to upload it as one file and trying to entrepreneur while being a mom has me asking myself what's the easiest way possible 
So now that we went on that ADHD water ride, coming back to the, you know, that idea where it's like if your hesitancy with interacting with your inner child is because you aren't sure what's going to come up, totally valid. Listen to that. If what's actually coming up is this thought of like, well, how am I going to do it the right way? Like, can is it going to help me be more productive? Is it going to help me like get, you know, the the new career? Is it going to help me like just like adult better, right? And like check off more check boxes. I want to pause right there for a moment because that can very well be why your inner child isn't showing up because you're putting so much expectation on it to just be another part of your adulting functioning and, and dysregulation and misfunctioning, right? And so I. I want to offer this question, right? So, like, ask yourself, like, what are you actually, underneath all the layers, asking of your inner child? Like, what are you asking your inner child to do for you? And then can there be room where we're actually starting to wiggle around and actually ask of ourselves, how can our inner parent learn to leave our inner child the fuck alone, right? And what I really mean by that is children just are, right? Children are in the moment children are themselves children are able to express their needs in the ways that they have access to right and adults do that's how we've been raised as a society children are adults do and that's the very dynamic that we're trying to shift and also part of that is we need to get out of our own way by creating those safer conditions for our inner child to just be Right? Our inner child isn't asking our inner parent, like, hey, how do I be an inner child? How do I be a child? How can I just, like, exist and be excited that there's a fucking, like, dandelion over there that, you know, is all fuzzy and ready to be blown to the wind? Like, that's not what it's asking. It's like, hey, can you get the fuck off my back and stop telling me that there's a right way to blow out my dandelion wish, right? Like, can you just actually, like, let me discover that on my own? Because what's actually needed is, like, our inner parent needs to just create that space where there's the conditions to actually exist right so it's like if there was truly a place where we felt at ease or or comfortable what would be possible from that place and so really you know having this conversation on on how our inner parent is the gatekeeper to our joy our ease our healing our able our ability to connect are able to to have access to a more livable life right because so often what you know and this isn't to even shame or guilt ourselves, right? It's just to acknowledge and like call it what it is. Our efforts to heal are so often still done from this white supremacist, capitalistic, patriarchal lens of properness of like, am I doing it the right way for the right, uh, you know, reasons? That way I can get the, the next right thing in my life to happen. And, you know, when we're, we're getting more curious about disrupting and breaking these larger intergenerational cycles of just passing our shit on from one person to another without you know understanding that there's a difference between intention and impact right you know like if that's what we're really here to to disrupt then that is going to to ask of us to have different tools and resources available and so what do we what do we do from that space all right why am i here rambling about leaving your inner child fuck alone well it's because i'm so so excited to be feeling the clarity and like how to actually put words to the shit shifter society which is the monthly membership that i am like founding and launching and it is a place for intergenerational cycle breakers like myself and those that i just adore so much in my life to be able to have a place to commune and be curious and to receive support in navigating this 
dynamic relationship between inner parent and inner child, really cultivating a selfship, you know, between your body, spirit, and mind. So that way you're able to navigate your door, your, your doy, <laughs> your day with more ease, joy, and connection, right? And it's like that feeling of like, when you wake up and you're like, oh, something has to give, right? I can't have one more fucking thing added to my plate and really being able to shift to the space of waking up and being like, oh, I have shits to give. Like, what do I want to focus on today? Could I actually, you know, call that one cousin I haven't talked in a while because I want to hear their laugh because it makes me snort laugh. And, you know, like, I just want that type of joy today, right? There's suddenly room for choices. And there's room for having a, a, a sense of self am- amongst it all, right? Because so often the, the largest sort of pile of shit that we're passing on generation to generation is the distance between our actual selves and who we're navigating life as, right? So the shit shifter society is for someone who wants to be their full ass self and understandably has had to be that fraction, that splinter of themselves to be able to check off the things off their list, to be safe, to feel like they are welcomed or loved or trusted by those around them, right? And so instead of only having access to that unhelpful help over your life of saying like here's the right way to be here's how to not be yourself essentially what would it be like to have a supportive playful accessible place to show up and relearn and re-meet and re-friend yourself your full ass self right meaning that you know your quirks are welcome the the you know quote shadowy parts of yourself that you haven't been able to let be seen are welcomed you know your wobbliness of navigating these changes all of this is welcome because what we have been modeled before is the clusterfuck that is leaving ourselves behind not actually allowing ourselves to have our needs be expressed and again for such understandable reasons And if we're asking of ourselves for something else to be possible, if we want to be uh, caregiving and like parenting and even just being a community member in a different way that is more equitable and humane and coming from a place of love and connection and, and really dismantling systems of oppression, what would it be like if that was something that was happening in a place where... The only prerequisite, the only requirement is to exist, right? And and allowing yourself to be filled in that way. And so I have enrollment open now through June 21st. And what that really just means is I'm going to be following this seasonal enrollment process. So right now what that looks like is as we're transitioning season, so like we're leading up into summer happening and starting around the 21st, you know, like this will be my open enrollment period. So as each, um, so like we're going into summer. Um, and so then uh, later in the year, as we're going into fall, I'll have enrollment open for a month again for people to come in. And my idea with this is to one, provide more of a cohort feeling for the, the first um, founding members. So that way it can really be co-created. So everyone who is going to be part of the shit shifter society is going to be co-creating this experience of being able to say here this is the largest pile of shit that it feels like i'm navigating in my day-to-day life here's the largest pile of shit that you know i have inherited from these intergenerational cycles and you know here's the shit that i want to be stopping the the sort of you know i don't want to just keep ping-ponging it back and forth to other people 
And so being able to curate this space really allows there to be, you know, like living to these, uh, the vision and the values that, you know, I'm, I'm sort of bringing this into being um, through of really being able to be about your humanity being enough and reconnecting to that and really dreaming about like, what would it look like if that, if it was safe for that to be lived through and expressed in my day to day life. And so, um, you know, and it, for anyone who has more of the logistical type questions, I, I know at a minimum each month is going to be receiving like a module of a like a resource or, you know, not coursework in terms of like heavy homework. Right. But it'll be a um, practice like a, a implementable practice for your body, spirit or mind relationship to really help you name and navigate the shit that's coming up in your life. There'll be a monthly community uh, like a live event right but like virtual you know so it doesn't matter like where you are um, but that live um, community event and also um, things like meditations journal prompts card readings um, really uh, and I'm leaving it at that that sort of um, it's not even a bare minimum at that digestible amount because I this doesn't need to become something that adds to your to-do list right it's really like what's the magical balance between what brings up the right conversations to explore what's the right combination of resources to be offering back out to fill your cup and how can there still be room to play and to to, you know like have the experience of being a full ass self be what comes through because it's like that's how I'm showing up to the space to to hold the space for everyone and so for anyone who joins by June 21st and is the found, a founding member, um, we'll be locked in at that $33 a month price, regardless of, of if or when the price changes in the future. So um, beyond that um, perk, all of the founders will also receive um, free access to the course that I've created called Yes and Yesterday, which is um, the most digestible, like how do I even get started approach to having a body, spirit, mind relationship of really even seeing like, why do I feel so depleted? Oh wait, I don't even have a cup to fill up. I, you know, I feel like a raggedy paper plate with a bite out of it. You know, like really understanding why life is feeling so difficult to life um, and giving you a way to navigate that. And then also, each person will be receiving a personalized like card reading as well that will really like help you set intentions for your uh, membership experience and also um, be able to, to put words to sort of like what your spirit squad might be wanting you to um, know about this opportunity. So those are the bits and bobs that are coming through right now. My mouth is dry, which is my cue to wrap it up. Um, and so the link to join will be in the description of this episode. And also you can always reach out on Instagram at improvide.with.lori. And also the email will be is hello at loycrawford.me if you have any questions. Um, I also intentionally have this being like a month-long um, enrollment period so that way there is time for questions for people to you know like we all have different pay periods like all the logistical things and also 
because I would much rather have everyone be able to practice their own um, decision-making processes from an embodied sense and not feel rushed to make a last-minute decision. So I'm really hoping that you honor your needs and would love to know if this episode and this idea of leaving your inner child the fuck alone resonates at all. As always, have a razzle-dazzle day. And if that's not accessible, put an F on front and have a frazzle-dazzle day.